Hi, welcome to Speeding Past 80. This week's episode is called Slip Covers. Maybe some of you are old enough to remember slip covers, things that covered up sofas and chairs so they could look perfect forever. Our parents liked to cover things up. They were hardy souls that lived through the Great Depression and World War II. Maybe those disasters caused them to fear anything they valued could be taken away or destroyed at a moment's notice. Women wore aprons in the kitchen. Hallway carpets had runners to keep the center from showing wear. The dining room table was protected by a table pad over which my mother spread a linen cloth, and that was covered with a plastic protector, which she removed only on Sundays and holidays. Does anybody remember doilies? We still have a drawer full of those little circles that Grandma spent hours crocheting to protect the armrest of every chair. We also have some of those long hand-embroidered dresser scarves she used to keep the bedroom chest from getting scratched up. Every well-dressed sofa had a slipcover, or at least an afghan throw that could be whisked away if company knocked at the door. As for actually using anything good, like silverware, on a daily basis, well, that was frowned upon. The china and silver might show up on the adult table at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Beyond that, it seemed satisfaction enough for our parents to know that they had fine things locked away until an important person or occasion turned up. They truly believed that with proper care, beautiful things would last forever. The main goal was to leave everything of value in perfect condition to pass on to the next generation. Of course, not having used any of those things as children, the next generation never feels any connection to it. When Grandma passed away, the chair she sat in for years remained spotless, thanks to the slip cover, but the springs were all broken underneath. We still have her china to give to our children, but they're not really interested. The doilies and dresser scarves are so out of style, they'll probably end up in a thrift store. This makes me wonder about other valuable things we might be keeping locked away. What are we saving for some distant day of celebration? Have we locked away forgiveness for a friend until the day they apologize? Are we withholding love from a parent or child who disappointed us? And then there are our own hidden treasures. What about our gifts and talents? Do we keep those locked away because we're afraid of using them? Do you want to write or paint or learn woodworking or yoga or something else? Sometimes real treasures are stored away so safely they never get any use at all. Soon after the tragedy of 9-11, restaurant owners reported a definite increase in the number of people ordering dessert. It was as if for a little while we finally understood how uncertain life can be. The wine Jesus provided for the wedding at Cana offered an abundance of the best life could offer. Maybe it's time to make every day a celebration by pouring out the best in our hearts and in our homes. It's time to unlock the cupboards, take out the china, open the best wine, let forgiveness flow, and be the joyful people we were always meant to be. 
Thanks for listening. This is Speedy Past 80. Uh, join us here next Tuesday. <laughs>